today on Family Talk. The next generation of Christians are under attack by our culture. It is vital for the wiser Christian men to guide the young boys through the early influential years of their lives. Welcome to Family Talk with your host, psychologist and best-selling author, Dr. James Dobson. I'm Roger Marsh. On today's program, Dr. Dobson will talk with the founder and CEO of Trail Life USA, Mark Hancock, and get an update on their Christian outdoor ministry for young boys and the practical ways they use nature to teach spiritual lessons. Let's listen now to part one of the interview with Mark Hancock entitled Tools of the Trail, Raising Adventurous Boys, here on Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. You know, it's been two years now since I had a chance to talk to a man that was leading an exciting outdoor adventure program for boys and young men. And he still has that responsibility. Uh, It's called Trail Life USA, and it's now four years old. And uh, it's been growing by leaps and bounds since he was here. That CEO of the program is Mark Hancock, and he's back in the studio with me today to talk about their continued focus on biblical values and how they're teaching and mentoring the boys and young men in their care. And uh, Mark Hancock is the CEO of Trail Life USA, and he's an award-winning writer and international conference speaker. He's been an associate pastor, a global events director, and a marriage and family therapist, specializes in father issues. A good man, he cares about kids, including two of his own boys, and he has been one of the founding members of Trail Life USA and has been from the beginning. Uh, Mark, glad to have you back. It's great to be here, Doctor. You Johnson. live in South Carolina. Live in Greenville, South Carolina. That's where the headquarters of Trail Life USA is located. You came all the way to Colorado Springs. I did. I'm privileged. It's an honor to be here with you, Dr. Dobson. Tell me about the growth of Trail Life. It really has caught fire, hasn't it? Trail Life continues to grow at an, at an amazing pace. You know, we're just uh, almost four years old. We're in 48 states. Uh, We're chartered in over 720 troops, mainly in churches across the country, Uh, somewhere around 26,000 members as I'm I'm speaking speaking to you. So we've seen some tremendous growth. Now, trail life uh, finds its identity uh, not only in taking boys out into the uh, outdoors and giving them that experience with their fathers and teaching them a lot of things we're going to talk about, Uh, but finds its identity in being different from the Boy Scouts. Uh, Is that an accurate statement? I think it's very accurate. There are some key differences between us and and the Boy Scouts. Uh, First of all, the the obvious one is we are specifically and unapologetically a Christian organization. That's our foundation on on the Word of God. We're not a scouting group that's having a Christian experience. We are at our core a Christian ministry that is using the outdoors, that is using these character-building skills, that's using these leadership-developing skills in order to reach uh, young men for the gospel. Now, in the early days of scouting, uh, the Boy Scouts of America, uh, they also found their identity in a spiritual component. I don't know if it was always Christian, was it, in the early days? Well, you know, when it started, 
they talked about their duty to God, uh, it was accepted at that time. Everybody understood who God was. Now, of course, as culture is headed in the direction that is, it's in, we find it necessary, more and more necessary to define who God is. So they started with that, that duty to God and they started with the, it was just assumed that there was a Christian emphasis. Just like in our culture, you, you know, 40 years ago, it was assumed everybody was a Christian. And that's kind of how Boy Scouts was. But in the last four or five years in particular, we've just seen a, a string of decisions on their parts that, that just shows that they've kind of left that course and they are kind of beholden to this cultural slide that we see going on. Mark, put flesh on those bones. What has happened to Boy Scouts? Some of the things that have happened specifically, and they're not necessarily in the membership of Boy Scouts, but in the leadership of Boy Scouts is that they've kind of embraced some of this, this cultural slide or this direction that the culture is headed in. Uh, four years ago, they announced that, that they were comfortable having open and avowed homosexual boys uh, be a part of their program. Now, of course, there's probably always been homosexual boys in the program, but the open and avowed thing was, was very difficult for many churches mm. to go along with and continue to charter troops. And then one year later, they, they opened up to open and avowed homosexual leaders. And then about six months later, they open up to transgender or girls who, who want to live as boys and to be part of their membership too. So we just think that there's a series of, of decisions that we made that, that frankly we think are, are dangerous for boys and girls who could be confused. About what has that done to scouting? Tell me why you, and I agree with you, so this is not a challenging statement. Tell me why you think it's a big mistake to have homosexuals as leaders of scouting? Well, I think that if we want to set uh, examples for our young men, and if we adhere to the timeless traditional biblical values that as believers we embrace, it's very difficult to put a leader in front of a young man who, who lives a lifestyle that, that could be confusing. And I remember a quote that, that you made, Dr. Dobson. You say it best in, in your call to parents when you said, protect your boys and girls from those who would seek to confuse their sexual identity. Mm. And I think that is such a mandate for I've parents. I've forgotten that, but that's pretty good statement. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh -huh. Because of all the confusion that comes that goes along within our culture, this cultural slide is there's no question. Who's left to stand strong to say that these timeless, biblical, traditional values that really brought us here today, they're not to blame for the mess. Who's going to build a generation of, of courageous young men that honor God, that lead with integrity, that are, that, that are concerned about these types of things? And so if you begin to, to give up your moral compass, uh, you, you, you've lost your way. And I think that that's what we've seen in Boy Scouts of America where they somewhat have, have lost their way. And at that point, it's kind of like anything goes. You, you no longer have that anchor that holds you to your, to your sound beliefs. Read it again. That's so good I want to hear it again. <laughs> well, you said, protect your boys and girls. This is a call to parents. Protect your boys and girls from those who would seek to confuse their sexual identity. Yeah, you know, and that does fall to the parents to do that. And boys would ask him mm. the leading questions. Uh, they're like that. They want to know uh, what do you think. You you have a, a a male friend who lives with you. Uh, do you love him? You know, who knows the conversations that could take place around a campfire mm. like that? Yeah, and I wouldn't want that to happen. Well, turn that around to what it is we do in Trail Off USA. We like to think in terms of tools that you need for a trail, for a hike on a trail. And a compass is an important tool. So when you lose that compass 
on the trail, you're in big trouble. When you think about trail life and our unapologetically Christian stance, the conversations that are going on around the fire there, where you're having a, a Christian mentor who's discipling these young men in the ways of the yeah. Word of God, who's teaching them things like courage and conviction and integrity and talking about these biblical uh, foundational kind of principles and, and growing up, we've kind of shorted boys in that, that type of experience. You know, where else can you go? And it's an environment where it's all males who are focused on outdoor adventure and enjoying the camaraderie of being together, enjoying the outdoors and taking on challenges. Not only do boys need a compass, they need a mountain. They need, they need a challenge. You know, in our culture, we don't challenge boys anymore. We've taken all the challenge away. And, you know, you don't see any uh, Red Rover, Red Rover in the schools anymore or tag or any of those other things because those someone has told us that those are bad for their self-esteem. And we've taken away the challenges and we forced them. Why do them. I disagree with that? <laughs> I'm sure you do. That rough and tumble <laughs> stuff is good for a boy. And if you see them and they're running around and laughing and playing rough and tumble, that's very different from a boy who we're thinking, oh, he's developing in an aggressive act and he's going to be some sort of trouble. But somehow we've lost sight of that. And so where else are the boys going to have this, this kind of opportunity to, to grow like that? And we feel like in Trail Life USA, we're, we're offering that. We're offering a challenge. We're challenging them in their terms of their character. How can you do that if you don't have a compass? Yeah. If you don't have something firm to say, this is right or this is wrong. We're not into that uh, uh, trendy political correctness. You know, We're into traditional principles of conviction. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that, that's a totally different environment. So you look at that same fire and a man sitting around the fire sharing with those boys. We, we really believe that nowhere else in culture are boys having this opportunity to really be boys, to just let boys be boys. Historically, a boy who's allowed to be a boy takes on these rough and tumble kind of things and, and achieves these challenges. His self-esteem is growing. Yeah. But we've chased him out of the outdoors. And because they have an inherent desire to take on those kind of challenges, now they're finding it in a video game. So they're inside, they're fighting their battles in virtual reality instead of outdoor reality. And, you know, I was, I was talking to a single mother who said that she sent her son away for a week on a hiking trip with his, his trail life troop he had just joined. She said, you know, when he came home, he was taller. <laughs> so he went out there and he, he said, Mom, I wasn't sure I could do it. I just wasn't sure I could do it. And the first day I was tired and I thought, how am I going to accomplish this? But he stuck it out and he hung in there and he carried that heavy pack and he climbed that mountain. She said he came home taller. What a blessing for a single mom. She's got four boys in trail life. What a blessing for a single mom to know that there's men who will take him out and let him experience that. Counter that to a boy who says, hey, mom, I just accomplished the 42nd level in my video game. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> are you going to cheer that yeah. on? Look, look at what it is that we're, we're offering boys. Boys need that kind of adventure. They need a compass. They need a mountain to climb. They need that kind of challenges. They need a flashlight. They need to know what it means to be a man. Exactly. And, and that's why it's confusing if you begin to mix up that gathering and you have boys and men who are unsure of their sexual identity, you lose the opportunity for that dedicated time where they get to feed off of each other, figure out who it is that they are with men, godly men who are showing them who it is that they can be. There just isn't anything like yeah. that. Uh, talk about the organizational structure uh, of Trail Life. Uh, I understand about 99% of those programs originate in the local church, is exactly. that right? Part of our mission, our vision, is that the Trail Life Troop is an outreach of a local church. And that's how a Trail Life Troop starts. 
uh, members of, of a local church will have a vision or passion for, for mentoring young men, discipling young men, um, getting them into the outdoors, giving them a robust uh, award program, and they'll contact us and say, we want to start a troop. And uh, they can do that at trailifeusa.com. They contact us, say they want to start a troop. We talk with the pastor because we want to ensure that that church has uh, mission alignment with Trail Life USA. And we also want to make sure that that church is not just letting the troop meet there, but that church is recognizing that in the most powerful use of the program, Trail Life USA troop is an outreach of that church. And I was telling you earlier about the church that I ran into where the, the pastor has turned his entire Wednesday evening service over to Trail Life USA and American Heritage Girls, kind of the girl counterpart yeah, to us. Yeah, they're both great. Yeah. And that Wednesday night, they don't have a midweek service anymore. He's told the people in his church, if you have boys in Trail Life, you come on Wednesday night and you put them in Trail Life and you serve. If you have girls, you put them in AHG, American Heritage Girls, and you serve. If you don't have kids, you come here because there are boys and girls here that need your influence. They need your wisdom. They need a father-like to help them uh, get through these difficult well, times. Speaking of that, suppose you have a boy whose father is not interested. He considers himself too busy to uh, participate, to go into the to the outdoors area, and he just uh, is not going to be supportive of you. What do you do? Is, is that boy still eligible? Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of boys whose fathers don't attend, and then we have a lot of boys from single mother homes. And we have a lot of men in our program. They feel that that is their call. We have a lot of men in our program who don't have sons in the program. I met a gentleman in Texas a couple weeks ago who he lost his father when he was young. And he had a male mentor who came along. And he told me this with tears in his eyes. He says, Mark, I care about those fatherless boys. And in that troop, he's reaching out to those boys without dads and providing them a place. Now, if you have a father who's just not interested in the program, my experience is that those are dads who are struggling with how to spend time with their son. I had a man uh, at an event take out of his trunk uh, a box with a tent in it, and it was a brand new tent, and he tore it open. And then he took out two sleeping bags and tore the bag open and, s and set them up. And I thought, oh, this man, he's never been camping before with his son. Isn't that wonderful? And I ran into the next morning. He said, I got to tell you, this is my first camping trip ever with my son. And at that moment, his five or six-year-old son came running up to him, threw his arms around his leg, gave him a big smile, and then just went running away. And you knew that at that point, I mean, we're both standing there choking back a tear because it was just such a, a beautiful moment. So there's a dad who may not have had the opportunity or didn't know what to do with his son. Remember, we've got a generation of, of a lot of men who did not have the traditional fathering that we, that we know from generation before. Yeah. They don't know how to raise their sons. And so that, that, that's another part of our ministry is dads get to be alongside other dads and watch how they're connecting with their sons. So we don't just think of ourselves as a mentorship organization for boys, although it's our primary focus. We see dads who are coming alive. It was in an uh, event in Ohio, and a father came up to me and said, this is my first time ever camping with my 11-year-old son. I said, and I got to tell you, I was walking from one event to the other, and my son was walking with me, and he reached up and he held my hand. And I said, no, really? He said, yeah. yeah. He says, I, with tears in his eyes, he says, I thought that was over. I thought I would never have that type of connection with my son because I didn't have that with my own father. And now I'm looking at our future with Trail Life USA, <laughs> which is going to take us on these events uh, you know, as, as much as we can bear it, and I'll be able to share these experiences with my son in a way that my dad was never able to share it with me. So even if you have a father 
who's not interested in the program, we put them in front of other men just to watch because remember, they may not have been fathered properly, but they can see other fathers who are interested in pouring into, into sons. And that father-like figure in our troop, that mentor, that Christian mentor in our, in our troop, their background checked, um, their child and safety youth protection trained, they're, they're such a powerful force because they're taking these boys who have not had a father and they're bringing them along. Mm. All right, what's a typical weekend event like? Uh, you drive to some place that's designated. You get out and you set up tents mm -hmm. and make a campsite, and then you begin hiking. Well, there's a great variety. If you, if you were to look at our Facebook page today, you'd see the numerous posts of what our troops are doing. Some are going for a weekend, like you said, of backpacking. Some are going zip lining. Some are going bouldering. Some are going kayaking, canoeing. You know, whatever it is that that troop is interested in, a lot of times it has to do with what region they're in or what state they're in or the, or the time of year. The variety of activities in our troops is just always amazing to me. Do you do any repelling? Oh, yeah, they do a ton of that. I'll see troops posting on our Facebook page, and I'll be like, well, I wish I was in that troop. <laughs> they're out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I have two sons, and I won't call out which is which, but we did a repelling thing, and one of them hung on the edge of that thing for the longest time and had to be talked through it and the other one just jumped right off and, and he was gone but but we hear boys overcoming those challenges uh, of heights or those challenges yeah. of carrying a heavy pack up a mountain or those and that's powerful stuff we don't have that anywhere in our in our culture today and it's tragic that boys are not being challenged in that way to be able to grow in that way you know we treat them like they have some sort of disease or something or um, because just because they're boys like they have a social disease that they can't do the things that, that we expect from them, sit still and be quiet and follow the rules. It's amazing uh, when you set up the right environment, which boys, they love an outside challenge in a hierarchically structured environment. They thrive there. They just want to know, tell me who's with me, tell me who's in charge, and tell me what our mission is. And if you're not answering those questions, then they'll make up their own mission. <laughs> and yeah. They'll pick their own leaders and they'll do it the way they're gonna yeah. do it. It's amazing when you can line boys up in a structured environment like this and let them be wild. Let them enjoy being a boy. That's how we get adventurous men. That's how we get men that are confident, that do things, that, that stand up in front of their families and protect them, is by giving them this experience of boyhood. And we're sheltering our boys from that experience when they're growing up. So we're so thankful that Trail Off USA is, is here to give the boys those experiences. The last time you were here, we talked a little bit about my book, Bringing Up Boys. Mm -hmm. This I do recall, uh, telling you that it is now well-established that boys are not born knowing how to be a man right. or even how to be a boy. They spend a lot of times with their mothers, a lot of time with their teachers, uh, who are usually female, and they don't know what it means to be male yeah. or masculine. Yeah. That's one of your objectives, isn't it? It really is. It's tragic that I and mean, this isn't a statistic you, you can brag about, but the United States leads the world now in fatherless homes. Isn't that tragic? You know, it, is that really yeah, true? Yeah, and the statistics are, are daunting. Of you know, we have four times the poverty level in a home without a father, twice the childhood obesity, seven times the teen pregnancy rate, twice the dropout rate, three times illegal drug use, all in homes because because there's not a father there, and so boys need along that trail they need a map, and a map is evidence that someone has gone before you and has 
written down what that trail looks like. They need some sort of direction like that. Boys don't have that in that fatherless home. So we provide a father-like leader, a Christian man in that troop setting who can help the boy to understand the way to what it is that you're talking about. How do I become a man? You know, what is a man? What does a man look like? A lot of them have female teachers and they're with mom all the time. They don't have that image. So we, we provide that for them and they need a guide on a hike, someone to walk along with them for those treacherous parts, those dangerous parts, when the, the path gets narrower, hard to determine which way the path goes. And, and we provide them with that, not just the men who are walking along with them, but also the other boys. Mm-hmm. When you set an environment like Trail F USA where we have an oath and a motto that we encourage our boys to live by, you set that environment and the boys are holding each other to a higher standard too. Instead of it being, a, I'm gonna win your favor by doing something bad, now they're winning their favor by standing out as a trailman. And I got to tell you, Dr. Dobbins, my, my experience- Is that what you call them? They're called trailmen. trailmen. And I got to tell you, trailmen are the best men I know. And these adult leaders that I run into across the country, they're an amazing group of men. They're committed to this cause. They understand what it is that, that, that we're all about. They understand that that there's something bigger going on here than just a hiking organization. They get that God is in this and God cares about boys. And God cares that they've been stripped of this opportunity to be boys and have fun in a specifically unapologetically Christian boy environment where being a boy is okay. You don't have to sit there at that desk and be quiet and listen. If I was leading one of those, that group of young boys, I'd clear the room of chairs, I'd throw a bunch of Legos and a bunch of toys on the floor and say, now let's talk about tying knots and let them do all this stuff. <laughs> Remember, we used to say you have to change the channel on, on boys about every five minutes because they, they, yeah. they don't have a long attention span. Now they say you've got to layer, layer the message to boys because they're getting so much stuff all at once. I've seen that in my own boys. They can listen to music and play a video game and do their homework all at the same time. So we're teaching our leaders, you've got to layer these messages with boys because they're different than girls. <laughs> An awful we, lot of people in this country, uh, including feminist movements and others, who do not believe that. Yeah. And they're blind to it. They are. They don't want to believe in it. They want to believe that it results from male patriarchic bias mm-hmm. of some sort. The truth of the matter is we are made different. Mm-hmm. Male and female made he them. Absolutely. Uh, men and women. And to deny that is to miss half of humanity. Yeah. One's not better than the other. But I can tell you that I never felt like a man as much as I did when I went hunting with my dad. Yeah. And I was with him out in the woods. Mm -hmm. And we would be there before the sun came up. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a scary environment. My dad would (laughs) leave me and go a half mile away. I was out there by myself. I was proud of myself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even the time when a coyote walked up on me, (laughs) scared the daylights out of me. But those things made me a man. There's something about the outdoors that does that. And I think we were designed to be there as men. And we, if we steal those opportunities from boys to, to pursue that adventure, to do something difficult, we're stealing their opportunities to be men who are going to be, face difficult things and know that they can overcome them because they overcame them as a, as a boy. This is important stuff. Our guest has been Mark Hancock again. He was here two years ago. And uh, we've got one more program to do. 
because I want to have you describe what these uh, Boy Scouts do in the way of badges, mm -hmm. which they put on their chest. You got another plan, and I want you to describe what I it would is. I would love to. I'd because love to. it is clever. Be with us again tomorrow, will you? I would love to. You have been listening to part one of Mark Hancock of Trail Life USA and his interview with Dr. James Dobson here on Family Talk. If you'd like to learn more about Trail Life USA and how to sign up your boys for this outstanding ministry, go to our website at drjamesdobson.org. That's drjamesdobson.org. Also, be sure to head over to our Facebook page to follow the great discussions going on there. Simply go to facebook.com slash Talk. While you're there, catch up with any episodes you might have missed for our broadcast or take a moment to read some of the encouraging quotes or scriptures we have posted as well. Again, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Talk. Make sure to join us again tomorrow and hear part two of Dr. Dobson's interview with Mark Hancock. They'll be discussing the offensive decisions the Boy Scouts of America have made the last few years and what Trail Life USA can offer Christian families as a substitute. I'm Roger Marsh, hoping you have a great rest of your day and thanking you for listening to another edition of Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. Family Talk is not associated with Focus on the Family.